0: To Fire and Soul, a community where leaders gather to unite in sovereignty in today's world. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow, a seasoned and heart centered coach and mentor on a mission to take you on a journey of self empowerment with weekly guidance and channeled wisdom. Fire and Soul features brave and daring conversations with extraordinary leaders who have awakened from the illusion to help you claim sovereign leadership in life, love, and entrepreneurship. Let's listen, learn, and stand together as models for our new world, starting now. Hey there, my friend. Welcome back to Fire and Soul. It's been a minute. It's been about seven weeks since I dropped a new episode. And quite frankly, I've actually recorded this three different times and then told my producing team and Ginny like, wait, stop, disregard. I need to do it again. It is so unlike me. I, I haven't done that in years. But this is Fire and Soul 2.0 as clearly indicated by the new introduction and, and music and tonality that you just heard. So if you've been listening to the show a while, you you clearly know and feel that. And if you're brand new, I want to say welcome. This is a place to cultivate courageous conversations and sovereign leadership in today's world as we are all awakening from the Matrix. And the reason why I have recorded this is the fourth time, is because I'm not even sure what to say yet. I'm not even sure where I am in it yet. It's messy. You know, I recorded a solo episode about seven weeks ago called Let Yourself Arrive. And I was speaking about being in the messiness, being in the uncertainty, being in that discomfort and allowing that to be. But I danced around what I was really wanting to share. And so in the past seven weeks, I've had a lot of life changes. I've had more waking up. I am being drawn to aligned friendships, aligned leaders, aligned books and podcasts. And once again, I am shamanic deathing. I have let go of certain coaches and mentors that I had invested heavily in emotionally and financially and physically over these past eight, nine months, thinking they were the people to guide me to my greatest yet to be. And then realizing early August, that's not a an aligned fit at all. It's fear-based. It's it's in an old paradigm that I no longer fit in, but yet I didn't know where I fit. See, I didn't want to do this on the mic. I didn't want to just start crying within the first three minutes of my new episode. (laughs) I was like, where do I fit in? Where's my community? Because I was so full of fear, realizing that the courage and the strength that was calling me forward felt super fucking scary. So I had to do some cleaning up. And it's taken me seven weeks to get here. And I'm sure it'll take many, many more decades to really understand what this means if I'm true to myself. So let me just give you a definition of sovereign so that we can all be on the same metaphorical page, even though it's really hard to grasp an identity from dictionary.com, but a lot of people are throwing the term sovereignty around. This term actually came to me Way back in July, I was in the launch of Live Sales Mastery, one of my signature programs. And something about that entire launch just felt misaligned. I love the program. The program works. It's deeply effective. It's generated, you know, tens of millions of dollars for my clients and students. It was my first digital course. It helped me build, you know, a multiple six-figure empire in the digital course World, But all along that launch, I just knew something else was birthing inside of me, but I didn't know what it was yet. And I remember I kept going to the Rose Garden, like after I do a webinar and I'd have a few hours in between the next webinar. And I would just, you know, release and release and release with like tears and, and confusion and like this disconnection to my mission. And I remember getting on the phone with one of my dear friends, Jake Ballantyne, who's also an incredible coach in the personal development space with some business strategies as well. And, and I said, Jake, something is coming through. And he said, you know, well, let's talk about it. You know, what would that mean? And I said, I'm feeling this deep desire to launch, you know, a highly curated women's only boutique mastermind called sovereign circle. And he's like, Oh, the name he's like, that name is powerful. He's like, this is what's next. And I was like, I don't know, you know, just I've never done anything like that. What is the ROI? I mean, that was like the mentality that I was in, right? Like you could only run something if someone could get a return on their investment that was tangible, right? You learn a sales framework or you launch your podcast or you launch your first digital program. Those are the types of programs that I've been running the past couple of years. And I still, I still believe in them. And I may even continue to launch them. I know the podcast accelerator, I will for sure, but something was coming through. And again, I just didn't know how to name it. It was all like just confusing and disorienting because I I didn't know how to make sense of why did this not feel the same that it's felt in the past? And it's because Sovereign Circle was coming to fruition. So anyway, that was way back in July. Okay, This is late September as I'm recording. So, according to Dictionary.com, sovereign is defined as one that exercises supreme, permanent authority. Now, it could be connected to king or queen or other noble person who serves as chief of state, a ruler or monarch, or someone who's governing a nation. But the reality is, is that sovereign leadership is what's calling me forward it's something from within it has nothing to do with the external manifestation or the external resource or the external circumstances right as i was waking up and continue to from the matrix and actually i want to share a metaphor for what was really helpful for me as i was waking up the real deep part of my waking up happened in March and April of this year when I realized that I was in fact living in an entirely fabricated matrix from the financial system, the political system, the medical system, the cultural, you know, agreements, my entire life. I mean, I watched Plandemic last May, as many did around the world. And I knew the creator, director, and producer, Mickey Willis from 25 years ago from my church agape. And I believed every part of it. And that was disorienting, but just, you know, it was like, all right, well, let's just see what happens. And, and I was also very busy. I mean, I basically didn't take any time off last year, except for one week in Montana. There was no time. I mean, I was just working, 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 working. My business grew a ton. I was on Zoom nonstop. And so it was just kind of like hunker down and work. I was living in a state that had an eight month lockdown. And I called it delightfully homebound, and I tried to make the best of it, and all of that was real and true for me within that paradigm. But then March and April of this year, I really woke up, so my metaphor for understanding that I was living in the matrix but that was so disorienting for me, by the way, was imagine that you're 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 living in an ocean. you are a fish, a whale, a sea turtle, whatever it is. But imagine that you don't actually come up beyond the sea. And so everything that you know is within that one reality. And then one day, all of a sudden, you realize that you can pop your head out of the ocean and you look around and you see all these things that you've never seen before in your life, right? Maybe an umbrella on on the beach or a structure on the hilltop or a bird in flight, blue skies. You recognize something that's completely different and it's known as oxygen, right? And that's just so disorienting, like, boom, You just put yourself right back into the ocean What? whoa. And so I think a lot of that is going on right now in the world. There's a lot of people that are hearing things, seeing things, contemplating things, but only for a second, it's far too disorienting. If they were to believe that that one thing could be true, that's classically labeled a conspiracy theory then it's just so much safer to go back to the old paradigm and to call it a conspiracy theory or to call someone a conspiracy theorist and to cling on to your old paradigm, your old, old beliefs, because that's what's safe. That's what's comfortable. And also there is a possibility that if you were to consider something else popping your head outside the ocean then that could potentially or theoretically make your entire reality wrong and every decision and every choice and your identity as a whole wrong. That is so painful. It's so harrowing and traumatizing on the deepest cellular level. And I only offer that because I know it's what I went through in March and April. So what happened for me when I was waking up from the ocean matrix, let's just say, and I love the ocean, nothing against the ocean, just using the metaphor. I was in such grief and mourning for life pre-pandemic because that was all I knew. I wanted to trust in that. I could not believe that I could be lied to at this level. Watching so many people be so full of fear watching what was being done to children and to our elderly. Just the lies and manipulation and the hypnotization and, and recognizing that I was in it that whole time and that the the news that I had been watching or the government agencies that I somehow thought maybe I could still trust despite, you know, all the evidence to the contrary over the years, I, I had um, what is referred to as like suicide ideation. It's where you just contemplate it for like a second. It's not real. You're not really formulating a plan, but it's just, it's life is so fucking unbearable in that moment that you don't know how you're supposed to move forward, right? And you also have this deep sense of hopelessness and then helplessness, just massive victim mentality of, Just like they are the globalist, whatever you want to call it. It's so big. It's so powerful. How in the world can we possibly prevail? How in the world can we possibly live in an alternate reality, in a parallel paradigm? And all was just so overwhelming. So it was easier, right, to just pretend like I didn't see what I had seen. But that's the thing about waking up. You can't unsee what you've seen. But so what I did is I I medicated, I numbed out, and I drank a little more wine, and I ate a little bit more food. And so within the next several months, you know, I'd gained, you know, easily 20 pounds. I had such compassion for myself and yet righteousness, right? Of like, I'm successful, I work really hard, life is crazy, no one knows their way out of this. And so who cares? I'm gonna do what I want. By the way, I'm in my mom's home office, and there's wood floors, and the acoustics aren't really conducive for recording, and uh, so my Peaches peaches moved over to the living room. <laughs> so if you heard that, and he might come back, and that's okay. Okay, that was a first for me. There was actually someone knocking at the door, and my mom is not home, so I had to answer it. That's the first time that's ever happened to me during a podcast. You know what? Let's just keep it in. Keep it real because that's what this is all about moving forward. Anyway, what I wanted to share is that I had those thoughts and so I numbed out and I drank a little more wine, a little more alcohol in that time Uh, when I hadn't drank for over four years, by the way. And so it was just my way of numbing out because it was so painful. And I know a lot of us were just making fun of it, right? It became like a global joke of like, oh, the COVID-19 or like, ah, drinking more, eating more whatever it was or might still be for you. But the more and more and more that I was waking up to the reality that I had been living in the matrix and and what that all looks like and what that agenda is, right? The great reset and all the things to do with all the things. Um, and I know I'll go into, I'm sure, specific granular detail in future episodes, but for purposes of this, it's really just to keep it high level. If you know, you know, right? And you guys know and so bottom line is i got more and more tightly well so then i go to this flower ceremony the this you know flower medicine retreat early august and i walk in a little hungover really depressed really spiraled out in massive fear and what felt like hysteria for the reality of what it looked like that was so hopeless and helpless and just being obsessed with I have to move and all the things. Anyway, during that weekend, I was shown very clearly that nothing can hurt my soul. It was a beautiful echo and reflection of my time at Rhythmia and uh, doing journeys with plant medicine a year and a half before. And so by the end of that, I felt like I had unwound, and I was back to this beautiful sovereign state of supreme authority over my own energy. That is what actually led me forward to a couple days later, I called my mom and I said, I just feel energetically I'm supposed to leave my apartment building temporarily. And I don't want to be caught up in that energy of the congestion of traffic and people and, and all of it. And could I just, you know, come stay for just a little bit? She said, yes. So I did. And I'm currently looking for a place to call my own as a permanent residence. And I will keep you posted when I uh, figure out what is calling me home in terms of a physical state. But what I know for sure is that it is my internal state this supreme permanent authority within where I'm empowering the light within me to guide my moves, my message, and my mission. So I've been in this transitory state, so complete uncertainty on the external, but a deep sense of certainty on the internal. And so Where I'm going to be going with this podcast is, yes, cultivating these courageous conversations in the awakening to the matrix and uh, sharing more and more about, you know, where I get informed. At this point, I've probably invested hundreds and hundreds of hours uh, studying, learning, allowing myself to be receptive to the darkest of the narratives on both sides, and then always coming back to center. So in the midst of these past seven weeks, I also completely gave up alcohol. I believe this is for life. And the reason why I've done that is because I know that in order for me to reign in my sovereignty, I must have a clear mind, body, and spirit. I've started actually really practicing and embodying my spiritual tools as my resources to bring me back to center, predominantly breath work and meditation. And we had a full moon last night and I was up at 3 a.m. literally in the living room, dancing, almost ecstatic, slow dancing to the full moon and all of her majesty and glory. And I was just so grateful. I am having certain friendships fall away because it's just a misalignment in a conversation that I feel is the most potent truth for me and what I feel called to serve. And it's being divinely guided to be brave. And I didn't even know that I had this kind of inner strength until I really hit the depths of the despair and the grief and the fear and the anxiety and the stress And I noticed myself in so much reaction. And so then I started to embody a practice of just observing when I was in reaction versus intention and not judging it and doing my best not to judge others as they are in their own reactions and clinging to their beliefs or their opinions and their myopic point of view. And by the way, I might have one as well, right? It's just on the other side of waking up. And I'd rather be here choosing sovereignty and practicing gratitude and embodying trust within myself so that I'm not dependent on external circumstances and external physical home and external financial success or my business having sold out launches or the ability to go to certain places if I have, you know, a vaccine card, as an example, or some of my liberties that could look like they're taken away, it turns out I can live with very little and be supremely happy and content and peaceful because I believe in my whole heart or with my whole heart that this is going to be intense, that it's going to get much harder And that it's going to require even more of a strength within myself that does require that sovereign mind, body, and spirit to be clear and clean so that I can make decisions and choices and move forward in a way that feels purpose-led. And that's where I am. And that's where this show is going to go. And I want this to be a place where we can come together and unite and have conversations and share resources. And so for those of you who are awakening with me, I want to say a I honor you and I acknowledge you. This isn't the easy path, but it is for me the most aligned path. And I'm okay with whatever and whomever might not fit into this new paradigm that I'm creating for myself from within. Because I know that there are people that are starving, that are hungry, that are searching for leaders who are willing to stand for the truth that they serve. And they're willing to be brave. They're willing to come out. And it doesn't mean you need to dispel fear or a way in which people need to believe or think or be. It's a place to be inclusive. For whatever stage of awakening that we are all in, so that we can come together and create our new earth as models and examples for it from the way in which we are behaving with congruency and authenticity and integrity from the depths of your soul. See, when I was drinking the alcohol and then going to bed at night or waking up with like a hangover or a foggy mind or just like a kind of like a low level depression, but I would just be righteousness again and say, well, whatever, you know, I can just work it off with mm-hmm. a great power walk or a great bike ride or whatever it would be enough caffeine, right? So that I could lead my groups, lead my programs, uh, serve in my one-on-one client coaching calls. And yeah, I could call on that strength within myself to get me through, but it felt fake. And then the more and more and more that I've been waking up these past seven weeks and the more that I was like started to find people online that were actually doing the same of that which I wanted to do, but was still too afraid and only having conversations in secrecy in private quarters of like being so fearful of being censored or deplatformed or unfriended and being worried about my every move being monitored. And by the way, that probably is a real thing. But it's like, am I going to let the fear drive me or am I going to let the faith move me forward in a way that I can be a contribution to the collective consciousness and the collective evolution? Because I know in my mind, in my heart, in my soul, when I get quiet and I am tuned into the present moment because I've come back to my breath, I see what's possible. I see, yes, for a while, maybe it's two, three years. Two paradigms living in a parallel reality. There's going to be one world that's still stuck in the old paradigm. So afraid to let go. And I get that. I have compassion for that because that was me holding tight to like, no, I can't let go of this. Right. And then I see another paradigm emerging, which seems to me from all that I have been learning to be about at least half the planet. I mean, I don't know numbers and facts for real, but it seems to be. And this is the reality that I want to be a part of, but not the fear-based reality of the fight, the fight, the fight. I would rather live in the alignment of that which I want to create and help to contribute in that creation from a place of embodiment. So for me, that's what this show will be going forward. And I don't have it all figured out. I know that I had to let go of a couple of guests that I, I knew based on some brief discussions that this wasn't something they were comfortable in. And I'm okay with that too. And it doesn't mean that every single conversation will be on this exact you know, page, so to speak. But the more and more that I rise up and I take this stand for sovereign leadership, And I speak out for the truth that I know I'm here to serve in the darkest and grimmest parts of what's probably to come. There's a freedom in that. There is a freedom. And so today I'm feeling strong. I wanted to actually read you a small passage from a great book that I'm reading that I will also share the link on called Potent Leadership. Drop the mask, ignite the real you, and reclaim the leader within And it's written by Ruby Freeman. And I actually just came across her a couple of weeks ago on Instagram. And that was grace. That was synchro destiny. I was, I'm looking for, I'm hungry for people just like me that were living in the matrix have woken up and they're being bold and brave to stand for the truth that they serve. They have cleaned out any of their numbing mechanisms They are facing the discomfort. They're allowing themselves to sit in the messiness without any numbing out. And this is such a beautiful place to be, but there's, her whole book is amazing, y'all. You got to get it if it's calling you, but there's this um, section in here where the whole book is so good. Uh, But anyway, she speaks about this leadership is an inner game. It begins within you must become the fullest expression of your purpose, your message, and your vision. You must model the possibilities that you speak of by being it. And you must do this by owning your shit, admitting when you're wrong, speaking the truth, walking the walk, and being real. As a leader, authority is important. But when you're in a constant race for external authority, and I'll add in parentheses, i.e., likes, followers, money, cars, status, all of that, right? You're not truly leading, you're chasing. We were never taught how to build authority from within. Potent leadership begins with having the authenticity, congruency, humility, integrity, and transparency to courageously lead your mission and draw people into your movement. These traits are what make you human and it's time to bring humanity back into leadership. I'll also add in parentheses, no more mask on, fake as fuck leadership. That's just not my game. The people you're here to serve are hungry to see you Not a picture-perfect version of you. They want to see you, but they can't if you aren't brave enough to be seen as the human that you are. Gone are the days of the self-conscious leader. It's time for a new paradigm for leadership. And this paradigm begins now with you and your inner authority. Then I want to share something else that I just read and it was so beautiful. And it's because I'm I'm doing this beautiful five-day challenge called Activate Your Energetic Mastery. And the workbook, I just love the title of it. Is, it's titled Empower Your Inner Light Leader. That's who I want to be. That's what's calling me forward. That's what I want to serve as the potent truth in this show. Fire and soul, inspired action from within inspiration, right? From an awakened soul. So the title of the show hasn't shifted, but there's more truth to the substance and to the very heart of what that title now represents in its 2.0 version. So I want to thank you for being along the ride with me. It's going to get bumpy. It's going to be really real. I've always thought that I've brought it real, but the more that I've been waking up into the grand awakening, you guys, this is what I've lived my whole life to be present for. And I can't be present for it and embody what and how I want to lead from that deep authority within if I'm numbing out or pretending like this isn't really happening or being afraid to speak up for fear of what will happen. So I want to offer up a resource in case I do get kicked off the social platforms I have created. um, It's a very small channel to start on Telegram, but it's called the Awakened Collective. That is where I will be sharing and have begun. There's like a total of five people on there right now um, the day that I record this. But that's a place where I just want to share positive movement, totally encouraging parts of what's happening around the world. No fear. Just the world is waking up. We are not alone. We are in this together. And the light, my friend, always wins. I hope I get to see its full potential, its full expression, its full fruition in my life. I don't know if that's going to happen. From everything that I'm learning, it's going to take decades and decades This isn't anywhere near over. And in fact, we haven't even begun, but I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. And what I keep remembering from my journeys at Rhythmia a year and a half ago, almost now two years, and it was when I was shown the hardest parts of my life so far, right, which had nothing to do with this yet, because I didn't even know this was coming. And it was that Despite all of that and despite all the fear that I was facing, no matter what happens or any circumstance, nothing can hurt my soul. Nothing. So even though we're in the midst of some really interesting, adventurous times, and that is how I want to look at this, is that it's this great adventure that I am prepared for, and that I can face these challenges with a victorious attitude, with an abundance of resources in my spiritual arsenal. I have people that I can speak with. I have a community that I'm cultivating. I have friends that are showing up that I might have spoken to maybe 10, 15 years ago. They're coming. We're coming together now. And we're having these beautiful conversations and we're now sharing other resources and other communities to tap into. And I feel so supported. And what's funny is that I've been searching and seeking and stressing out over where I will call my physical home. It's like I am home. I'm one with my creator. I'm one with the light. I knew it with me. I was being called forward to be a light warrior. And I know that now more than ever. So what I was shown then is actually what I'm going to do my best to embody starting now. So this is the first place that I'm sharing any of this publicly. I love my podcast community. Thousands of you tune in. I don't know who actually is. "Eh, She ain't released an episode for seven weeks. I'm out of here. But I hope you've come back and I hope that you're here and I hope that you'll stay on the journey with me if it's aligned for you. And if you take a break too, you can always come back. This will be a safe, inclusive, beautiful, compassionate space as we are all waking up together and we have different levels of how we are waking up. But I want you to know that you're not alone and that you will always be loved and welcomed here on Fire and Soul. Aho, my friends. Until the next time. Thank you for listening to Fire and Soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. Or if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.